Generals, welcome to a very special episode of the One Graham Army podcast. On this episode, I will be featuring an episode of Pod Caviar, on which I appeared with one Tony Baltimore. If you are familiar with this podcast in any way, you may very well be familiar with the work of one Tony Baltimore, host of Pod Caviar. And I thought it would be a good idea to at least at some point expose my listeners to his podcast in case you haven't found reason to go subscribe. I don't know why not, but if you haven't, uh, this is just a little bit of a taste. You can maybe start discerning the differences between the two podcasts because if, you la- if you've listened to the last few episodes, I've had a difficult time figuring out exactly what those differences may be. And aside from all of that, I think it's only appropriate that I mention that the area in which we record our podcast is like geographically, we're pretty far inland here in the southeastern United States to get hit by hurricanes. Uh, Normally, it's a lot of boys crying wolf when it comes to that kind of thing, but the data does seem to bear out that we're in for some pretty significant weather here in the next few hours of the recording of this intro to this episode so i definitely want to encourage everyone if you're in the geographic area aware this podcast is being recorded to be safe it sounds like the panhandle of florida is going to be pummeled something awful so um and if you're not in this area just you know keep us in in your thoughts do whatever it is that you do that you believe may adjust the trajectory of bad weather It sounds cynical when I say that, but I I certainly always appreciate uh, well-wishing, and I always like to try to extend it when I can. So I'm extending it to myself and others, especially others further south than I am, who are in for the brunt of whatever it is this storm has in store for us. So keep that in mind. I I feel like it was just about this time last year I did an episode that was... A brief address regarding football season and that we were going to be hit with some with hurricane like weather you know so here's hoping everything works out but just in case things go tits up here's an episode that you can listen to and uh, hopefully we'll be back with a new one on Sunday another special Halloween episode but with, with no further ado here's the bonus episode uh, of Pod Caviar featuring me Uh, in which me and Tony essentially solve uh, one of the world's great mysteries. Enjoy. Welcome to Pod Caviar. Today we have a great episode. It is dealing with some uh, some hikers that that went missing and ended up dying in 1959 in Soviet Russia. Yeah, uh, I am with the host of um, One Graham Army. Graham, hi. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. You didn't warm me up to any of this at all. No, I didn't. No, yeah. 
this is just how I want to do it. Hikers went missing, and then you included Soviet (laughs) Russia. Right. Yeah. Riveted. Yeah. Hold on. Right. Before we get into this, um, we can take a break. uh, No, no, no. Let's not take a break. Matter of fact, tell them um, if you could just let them know about the past episode that we just did, which was amazing and unbelievably efficient. And I'm going to write some notes here real quick. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, just to speak to our own qualities, to toot our own horns. If you will, me and Tony just did an episode of the One Graham Army podcast. If you haven't subscribed to that, I encourage you to, obviously. Uh, but Tony is on there regularly. We usually cover a variety of topics. It's usually, it's uh, it's usually a little uh, more f- uh, silly. I don't really know how to describe it. It's, it's uh, I keep trying to come up with a way to describe right. the difference between our podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you start with a topic on my podcast, we find one. Right. Yeah. You know. But we always put out it, great. Absolutely, content, but it always know. it always ends up the same way. We oh yeah, you know you end up talking about something different than what you started with. Um, it's good, and Tony comes. Right. We have good conversations. That's what it is. Both podcasts we have good conversations. I think I'm going to give up trying to differentiate the two <laughs> in any way, unless they're you know solo no. projects or I have you know, right, or yeah. I'm doing an interview. Yeah, uh, but we just that's pretty much the the difference right there. That's yeah. It. yeah, and yeah. so when we did the last episode of One Graham Army, I had a bunch of topics and we killed it. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. You got one. one we got another, one. Yeah. There was like a joke. There was a discussion. On to the right. next topic. Right, and that is a result of us being uh, not fucked up. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Being ferociously sober by comparison yeah, to, yeah. The, to the last the, the episode, last episode of yeah. Pod Caviar, <laughs> if you're familiar with that one. Uh, yeah, but the, uh, the Diet Love Pass, I'm pretty sure, I think that's how you say it, but there are nine hikers. There were ten hikers, but one guy got sick, so he ended up staying back. There were nine hikers. Was there a background on these hikers, like how uh, old they, they were. Do you they know were, any of that? Like, I guess they college were, students. Or? They were college age students. Yeah. They weren't too old, but they were. Um, they were experienced hikers. This wasn't their first time being in doing a hike, you know, doing hiking Outdoorsy and all that shit, stuff. right? Um, and they they uh, they went out to the pass, and then uh, a couple in a couple days, uh, people didn't hear from them when they were supposed to come back. So they sent a search party out there, and then they found their campsite, and then they found the bodies. And suspicious, uh, they were they were left dead in suspicious manner. So. There was never a an official reason what happened or story. Mm-hmm. When that happens, we're left with theories. Obviously. And even if this is the first time you've listened to Pod Caviar, go back and listen to the old episodes. There have been many times where conspiracy theories will just go rampant. And we're going to go down the list of what may or may not have happened. And I'm just going to name it. And then I'm going to give my thoughts on it and the information that I uh, found about about it and then i want you to you know throw in your two cents yeah, you it's know? entirely possible we'll come up with a new theory yeah 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 piggy- i mean yeah yeah to piggyback off of what you said that is uh-huh. generally what happens when you have a story where the you you have you have either an unsatisfying reconciliation of the information just right. like we t- just talked about on my podcast where we talked about osama bin Laden. yeah you know yeah. you have either like an unsatisfying uh finish to the story mm-hmm. or you have a, a a account of the story that's full of holes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have a complete account that makes perfect sense. But You're right, even, right. But in those first two scenarios, almost always you end up with yeah. you get to and, speculate wildly, which and is I always. I think fun. that in this story, once we get through everything, we're going to pretty much say, "Yeah, this is pretty much what happened," because it just makes the most sense. But because that's not the official story, 
when you have situations like this, conspiracy theories will always have that. But you never know. Right. <laughs> they have that that card where they just slap it down on the table. You never know the truth. It could be this. Yeah. Or it could be that. And that's just this. This is how it is. Yeah. But it's interesting. They're nonetheless. fun to me. They're fun thought experiments. I'm of I'm course not yeah. someone who subscribes to these insane. <laughs> right. Generally, I'm somebody who sees like, well, here's a hole in the information. There's yeah. not really any objective or reasonable explanation for that hole. Right. And I don't mind speculating. I don't mind kicking those ideas around. But I'm definitely not like someone who's like, I heard someone say something wholly improbable and they filled in that gap of the information. And right. now I believe that as if it were my religion. Yeah. You know, yeah. which is something you come across with conspiracy theories. Of course. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah. Every time you talk to him. But anyway, um, we're talking. We're looking at nine hikers who died at a uh, on a hike during a hike in the Soviet Union in 1959. Was it ten? Cold War did it start with ten? You said one person it was, yeah, survived. Yeah, it was. Yeah, one person survived. He got sick and he went back. So before they really started the hike. At the earliest stages, he went back and then they pressed on. Oh, so he wasn't there when they died. No, so no, yeah, so no. He's not a witness no, or anything. No. Um, I mean, if he was, then shit, there wouldn't be a question at all, you when, know? When you said dead, well, people still question it. They find a way to question <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, they'd, they'd be yeah. like, that guy, whatever. Yeah, but right. uh, now when you said they died under mysterious circumstances, mm-hmm. I don't want to brush past that if possible, just because I have no information about right. this story. Right. How were they found? Uh, scattered all over the place. Some of them like were- Like about f- a campsite or just all over the woods? All over the woods. Yeah. No, we're going to get into this. No, oh, okay. was, some of them were, were clothes, had more clothes. That means they took clothes off the dead people and then they, yeah, man, I mean- yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Right. So, um, since they were hiking in the middle of the winter and they have their campsite, there were a, um, the, the obvious thing is an avalanche. Okay. That's theory number one. To me, the most probable theory. They weren't buried under snow, though, right? No, they weren't. See, okay. that's what I was going to say. The thing is, uh, a lot of the theories. Uh, or for the avalanche and the sub theory is what I'll say is that they heard the avalanche coming so they left their tents or their campsite in a hurry which is probable yeah I would imagine yeah moved pretty yeah quick. but um the way that the, the the campsite or not the campsite but the uh the way that the uh the the, the tent and everything was was found was not something that an avalanche would do because an avalanche, of course, a large wave of snow would destroy everything. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case. What they found was the campsite, the uh, the uh, the tents had slits cut in them that the uh, the campers left out of. And from what I found, these tents are pretty big. They were pretty big, big enough for them to have um, supposedly a kitchen or some sort of uh, stove in them. That Damn. was there at the campsite, but never, it was never assembled. So they wow. didn't have a chance to assemble that. Whatever happened, happened quickly. And probably not in the middle of the night, because had they set up yeah. camp, yeah, all that stuff would have been set up. Right, right. Ooh. So, yeah. So we got avalanche, and I, I, I think that that's the most probable one. Not an avalanche hit, but more... So somebody thought that an avalanche was coming, and then it's more of a, hey, an avalanche is coming. We got to get the fuck out of here. They left in a hurry, so some of them didn't get all their gear, 
and some of them maybe not weren't as weren't dressed right entirely. yeah they weren't dressed properly but somehow then why did they die so fast well some of them some some people like two of them got uh broken away from the group okay they got split up somehow and the pa- the way the past was there's a, a cliff so supposedly uh two or three of them fell off that cliff okay so i'm thinking it happened in the middle of the night they couldn't see right so they fell off that cliff and uh, they're rushing everything is it's hectic it's but chaotic I feel like but the kitchen and stove and things not being assembled right Meaning leads me that, to believe that maybe it wasn't nighttime because i mean unless yeah. they were just exhausted they set up camp they're like which is possible we'll i think it's totally I think it possible could be that yeah that they could have got up in the they planned to get up in the morning right and then you know yeah carry on with putting all their shit together yeah it's pretty wild but mm-hmm. but so in the scope of how they were found were there people at the base of a cliff and some people up at the top of the cliff they were people in a uh in a wooded area that was uh down a ways from the campsite so let's say the campsite is up here at the top of a ravine so much okay and then the tree line is down here so some were found here um the campsite is up here and then I guess if you could go down a ways from the campsite, there's a cliff and a lake down at the bottom where some bodies were found. Damn. Supposedly, they fell off that cliff and landed down there in the lake. So we're definitely looking at something that pushed them all the same direction. Yeah. Even if their trajectories were off, they're all going the same, you know, cardinal direction. Yeah. Yeah. Something pushed them away from the campsite. Yeah. Damn. That, That much we know of. I don't want to play spoiler alert here, and if mm-hmm. I'm stepping on your toes, let me know. Uh-huh. But has someone, anyone theorized bears being involved in this? Uh, wildlife was was theorized, but there were no tracks of, of wildlife. They were also... I got to um, imagine, though, those disappear pretty quick in that wilderness. Well, yeah, you would think you know so, I mean? right? With yeah. all the snow and such. Yeah. I guess the bodies were they... Were they um, when they were found, there was, there was trauma to some of the bodies that an, an animal would not be able to produce. Mm. And I'm talking about like, like compression, not mm. not blunt force trauma, but yeah. some something crushing somebody, which leads me to believe that an avalanche could have been it, because when you get buried under tons of snow, yeah, yeah, and so then this compression wasn't mm-hmm. just present with the people who fell off the cliffs. I mean, I'm not trying to no, be a dick, no, no, but no, no, no. If you fall off a cliff, you're right. going to be compressed, yeah, in some yeah. regard, yeah. But that's yeah, yeah. Wow. Right, right. All right, so what else do people think? Uh, let's see. Uh, there was uh, they, were, they were near a secret um, Soviet military base, so people were thinking that military had tested some uh, parachute mine. Uh, parachute mines, they're kind of like the, um, uh, what do we have here in America? The, uh, the mines that come up and they fucking, they spin yeah, around. Yeah, the bouncing beddies. Yeah, bouncing beddies, yeah. yeah. Um, they, so maybe they, some sort of airport like, burst explosion. Right, right. Yeah, they okay. thought that that was what happened that killed them. Um, and not not necessarily killed them, but spooked them enough to where they got the hell out of the uh, Right, because that would obviously be airburst, military-grade explosives. Oh, right, right. Even within a few, even within like a mile probably would be enough to have you shit in your pants. And there have been, there were witnesses, were witness reports of um, orange balls of of energy quote unquote that were seen in that area before and that leads people to believe that the military was doing some sort of testing that that um that that led to ultimately led to the demise of this team um uh, going to that on a lesser scale there were um, radioactive measurements on some of the clothing hmm. on on some of the hikers oh. now 
if we, before we get too deep into that, okay. it could be because when they weren't hiking, some of them were working in a in a laboratory that dealt with radioactive material. That's this, highly possible. Yeah, this isn't something that was off the scales radioactive, but still yeah. left yeah. a residue. Well, yeah. and I mean, I'd like to say too, we're talking about 1959, right? right? The Soviet Union at at that point in time, humanity, regardless of whether they it was America or Russia or whoever was in charge, right. humanity was irradiating the planet. Mm-hmm. At an alarming rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, just exploding nuclear devices right. all the time. Yeah. The more I think about it now, the more likely I feel that those people were killed by an airburst nuclear weapon. Although, I would need more information about like what else was destroyed, like where they were. Yeah. Was it was it just far enough away mm-hmm. that the shock wave was enough to blow them? Yeah, about. I mean, and it could have that blew them all about. Because when you talk about the, knock over all the trees, you know, because yeah. a human body obviously is going to fly through the air. Oh yeah, yeah, much more easily than you're going to knock down some Siberian tree. Of course, yeah, you know, you have yeah, to imagine yeah, those, exactly. Some of those trees are like. And then you when know, you talk about the Soviet secret base, where people have have been witness to finding soldiers out there, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it, it was it was supposedly built inside of a cave. Or at the side of a mountain. That's supposed to be so, in the region where this happened? Yeah. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. They're testing the fortification of that base with an airburst nuclear weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. I mean, that's totally probable. To, yeah. Possible. It's, yeah. Uh, I guess maybe my <laughs> inclination <laughs> is to blame the Soviets because it happened in Soviet yeah, Russia. Right. Yeah. You know, obviously that means ignoring the fact that Siberia is enormous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like the lungs of the planet. There's of so course, many trees yeah. there. Yeah. But I is that not part of, on the list? Is a nuclear weapon not a no? Accepted I mean, conspiracy it, it just uh, under under the military test that was spoken of, yeah. but it wasn't really. But they're trying to be silly and be like it was like yeah. some sort of reverse engineered alien technology. Like yeah, some, aliens were were on the list, but I'm not gonna even. I think you could airburst a nuclear weapon at a distance and height where it would. Throw people all over oh, the yeah, woods, yeah. And not necessarily yeah, because destroy people, the woods. They, they don't really understand nuclear weapons, and they don't really understand the power of nuclear weapons. Right. And I'm, yeah, and I'm talking about like you know the edge of the, the strike the zone, airport. if yeah, you will. Yeah. You know, if you this is just obviously speculation, but <laughs> you know if you're at the edge of the strike zone there, where the shockwave is still strong enough to fuck you up, mm-hmm. but you're far enough away that the shockwave isn't strong enough to you know destroy all the rocks and trees in front of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then how far away would that? See, and and then, then that explosion would have to be so far away that you may not see any immediate evidence of it at the spot where you found those bodies. Yeah, even the trees were um, they they there was some damage on the top of the trees that some of the bodies were found of that wasn't really explained. But we'll get into that. Um, the next theory was uh, hypothermia. Sorry, dude, I feel like I'm right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I no, no. What you what I you have, said I have very sounds little a, evidence. Well, yeah, a very little no, evidence. What you I'm said sounds all, because this. when I was reading the theories, and they were like, "Well, supposedly it's a secret Soviet base yeah. right there," and they were testing weapons. I was like, "Yeah, that's obviously what happened." I mean, 
Of course, you're in right. the Soviet Union. That people it's, died under suspicious uh, the fucking circumstances all the time. The the official records were sealed for years. It's 1959. How far <laughs> away are you from them detonating the largest nuclear, the oh, largest explosion in the history of our solar system? Exactly. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I just don't at see. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. In that, and I don't mean to like shit on the yeah, theory. Yeah. But, and I have very, like I said, I haven't seen any pictures. Right. I haven't seen any. I don't know anything really specific. I've done, uh, I have no information other than what you gave right. me, and you've researched it. And so if you're yeah. leaning that way, that's definitely where I'm at. Yeah. The other ones are like hypothermia where, you know, when oh, they you get run very and they cold. take their clothes off. Yeah. But yeah. But you know, um, uh, if for people who don't know, hypothermia, it does something where it's called pyrodexal undressing, where you mm-hmm. feel like you're really hot. But you're not. When you're freezing. If anybody who has grown up in a cold region, a really cold region up north, you know, Mm -hmm. and you go outside as a kid, you play in the snow. After a while, your hands are frozen, but it feels kind of hot. Yep. So, you know, but it's It's, not hot. It's very cold. Yeah. And if you were to continue to expose yourself to that. Right. You would eventually, your hands would feel super right. hot because the, your skin was burning. The reason do why, you know, real quick, do uh-huh. you know that the to the extremes of temperature, mm-hmm. if you were to touch something that was like if you were like touch liquid nitrogen, mm-hmm. it would be the same as touching something hot at the opposite end of the spectrum as far as the way you perceived it, like with really touch, yeah, like cold. You actually perceive freezing and burning, like if like you know a freeze or a yeah. burn. Like a freezer burn, uh-huh. you, you experience them actually the same way. The only way you differentiate them is the is those, you know, the outside the strike zone again, like the right. outer area where you feel the ambient temperature, oh, where you shit. can tell if it's cold or if it's hot. But yeah, if you were to like stick your arm on something that was freezing cold and it burned your arm, mm-hmm. it'd be the same as sticking on something super hot, like that actual spot that you know immediately dies. Yeah, you would feel you feel it kind of the same way. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I'm not necessarily. I I heard that. So. All right. I <laughs> <laughs> think you know, but the thing about the hypothermia is that all of these were experienced hikers. They weren't just some guys that were like, "Hey, let's go hiking." Right. You know? So, so likely they're gonna let themselves get wet and uh, right, cold yeah, and just drop yeah. their core body. And, and even then, it'd be a series of events that would lead them to that. But and it would have been maybe one of them. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was. It's not going to be all worst of them. case too. Right, you know? right, and they're not going to just lose their shit like that because they're experienced. Yeah, and you all know? the other people aren't just going to let it happen. Exactly, they don't know. Exactly. About it. Yeah, no. So we, uh, yeah, I mean, we I can we go can past that one, and that we can go off. past the next one, which is a yeti. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we could talk about this a little bit, you know. Discovery Channel. Discovery Channel did a special about this where they really leaned on the yeti. Is the per it's not the person but the being the entity the entity for responsible this. for killing these people uh, a yeti look a yeti. I'm willi- listen I'm willing to here here's something I'm willing to accept crazy shit in the ocean you okay yeah. every every time we think of something crazy in the ocean we find some kind of evidence for it and I'm not okay. talking about the Loch Ness yeah. monster because right. that's supposed to be a dinosaur in a fucking lake in uh, of course yeah we're talking yeah. about the ocean mm-hmm. when the, you know giant squids were like sort of a scientific. Oh my god! Oh, sort of. Shit. Sorry, I'm watching the baseball game. Yeah. But, uh, so, sort of a scientific theory uh-huh. that they existed because they would find like bits and pieces of them, and then they would see, you know, giant sperm whales with these scars on them. And eventually, after like hundreds of years of exploring the ocean, they found credible evidence of the existence of giant squids. Okay? Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's real. And we've yeah. talked about this before. The and I even mentioned I mentioned it on a podcast back in the Sports with Cap Left days. The ocean is basically like upside down outer space. It like, is, yeah. You know, it has yeah. it's very much more accessible yeah. and explorable. But we understand less about the so 
blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You say there's a monster in the ocean, yeah, and you have You're, very little it, evidence yeah. of it, yeah, but you have some evidence. I'm inclined to believe you. That means yeah, because it could be there, yeah, and especially if you yeah. can explain how it survives and its ecosystem there. Uh-huh. But look, Discovery Channel did another documentary. I believe it was Discovery Channel at one point, mm-hmm. where they basically tried to go places in the world where humans had just never been, where there was like no signs of man. Right. And almost everywhere they went, they found a lot of places, they found shell casings or empty cans. Oh, shit. Or a yeah. shoe. Yeah, which or, means somebody's you know, been there. someone's yeah. skull. Of course. Because like people go places. Right. And they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, outside of the, the somehow accepted theory in the Bigfoot community is that, you know, they can make themselves disappear. They can make themselves look like a deer. They can make themselves look like a tree. So now I'm like, okay, now we're not even talking about like a missing link, like a you know a thing that you're yeah, this, a thing this that is, you're telling me may exist. This is when it falls apart, right? You know, is that oh no, it has special yeah, powers. Yeah, that means I and could it, be I could be doing a podcast with you. I leave for the day, and yeah. as soon as the door shuts and I pull off, you all of a sudden you're a fucking yeti. You're yep. fucking Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. You that's know, why, that's why I walk around the house. I just have to be careful not to blow all these door frames out. Exactly. Or <laughs> literally, there are people. People who claim to have seen Bigfoot, and when you and when you hear their stories, they're like, "Yeah, this deer ran out in front of me mm-hmm. and looked at me, and its eyes looked really weird, and then it ran off. And as it ran off, its sound got funny, of and course. I yeah. knew yeah. that that was Bigfoot uh-huh. shape shifted into a deer. A deer, yeah. Because but you can't have both ways, folks. There can't. You can't. No, you can't. And listen, no. there were lots of different variations of what we are. Right. Before us, we yeah. just won. There yeah, just yeah, aren't yeah, any yeah. Of the no, other yeah. We were, we were the winners of that. Yeah, right. That, and that's proven. Right. And so if so, if you're telling me like, okay, some little tiny population of those things survived. Okay, I'm willing to entertain that. Cool. Yeah. Theoretically, uh-huh. but obviously we've never seen them. Right. Credibly, you would think as much as people time as people spend outside and the destruction of parts of outside that you can't see. Yeah. Increases that eventually at this point. We would have some pretty solid evidence. Mm-hmm. When your explanation for that is that they're shapeshifters, I'm like, well, now what the <laughs> fuck are we talking about? <laughs> right. Are right. we talking about a less sophisticated being than ourselves? That like has some, more sophisticated that traits. It has fucking a cloaking device. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're, we got totally fucking the Cleons and Romulans or on right. the planet. But they're you know, also yeah. apes that don't have a language of course, or a no, society no. Uh-uh. and have never considered like, hey, we're a lot bigger than these people. Maybe we could be the dominant species. Right, Because right. they could certainly take over like a town. You know, they could they take could, over. They could, yeah. If they were that yeah. many, they could take over Spokane, Washington. Yeah. And just be like, this is our town. Yeah. No, we're here. We deserve rights. We've been here before you. Right. And if you don't like that, we'll fight you and yeah, beat you. And we'll you pull know? your heads off of yeah, your Yeah, we'll shoulders. fuck you up. Yeah, but, but that hadn't happened. But yeah, a Yeti so is... So we're definitely not related <laughs> yeah, to some, that. Somebody, somebody said Yeti, and then people ran with that shit. But at the same time, like we said, a Yeti would probably rip them the fucking pieces. Yeah. Because it's a superior being, quote unquote. Allegedly, or yes, Theoretically, Allegedly, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um... The next theory is a, a love triangle, uh, uh, comma argument, comma alcohol. Well, you don't ever want to rule that kind of thing out. But again, we're talking about a lot of people, right? So it's like okay, three or four yeah, people, it's nine people. We're talking about here. Yeah, I just feel like some of nine people mm-hmm. would have been not affected by whatever no. affected the rest. No, of them. no. Which also to me rules out like oh they were all on acid. 
Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that was one of it too. Where they had, they found some mushrooms supposedly. Well, which could have happened. Yeah, I mean, you can consider the idea that maybe they ate some sort of weird psychedelic mushrooms. I mean, I feel like any, I feel like if they had been poisoned to death by the mushrooms, maybe they wouldn't have all been found in those weird. No, scenarios. they would have been in their tents, dead. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you and again, though, mm-hmm. if you're talking about someone having a psychotic break from taking psychedelics, mm-hmm. you've just somehow found the nine out of nine people. <laughs> right. Who are all? Who right. none of them are going to be like? Ooh, I probably ought to get in my sleeping bag. <laughs> right. I'm going to just be warm and ride this out. Yeah. Not one of those people. Yeah. I mean, you got to think people. that. It, I mean, I don't think nine of them would have taken the shrooms, and yeah. then even if nine of them, nine of them, nine I'm of gonna nine are going to freak out. Freak out. Yeah. If if lot. if that happened, then they have the strongest, most psychedelic shrooms ever in the yeah. history of of psychedelic drugs. And look. I'm not a doctor, but I yeah. feel like if those mushrooms existed, I would have heard about them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they so would have been the fucking the diet love mushrooms. Right. And, and people yeah, would have. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they would have yeah. studied their properties. We'd be using them as a weapon right now. If it was like, oh, this is guaranteed to cause a psychotic <laughs> right. episode yeah. Yeah. to nine out yeah. of nine How can people. we make this airborne? That way we drop it in. You know, seems un- seems yeah. unlikely. Um, the other one, the other theory is the CIA was involved in uh, trading Jesus. nuclear material, <laughs> and that's why there were nuclear readings on some of the clothes. There was supposed to be some sort of meeting that happened and that it went awry. So there was a fight and then, you know, probable, but kind of Hollywoodish. No. Yeah. Well, it just <laughs> seems. You're talking about the Cold War area. Seems, era. Right, I could, I, you know, it seems unnecessary, though. Yeah. To have this clandestine meeting deep, you're at the CIA. Yeah, you're you would, yeah. deep you inside were of in, Russia. You were, yeah, you're in Soviet Russia, like deep, way remote in, area. Yeah, you don't which have to meet like, you at which the is, wall. Which okay, if you want to do that, it's a remote area. Fine. The is it practical? Going, the no. risk of going that deep into no. Them. You yeah. know, it's like when they shot down that U two spy plane. Right. You know, like you would. I just don't think you're going to risk going that deep in there. And then for it to end that way seems mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. fucking silly. Mm-hmm. You know? What, what you, I mean, what are you gaining out of that? What is the CIA gaining out of doing that? Right. We're putting all that risk out to right. understand what what's nine hikers and can then, tell them. Yeah. And then shit hit the fan. So. Yeah, seems unlikely. Yeah. Um, we are sort of talking about the time period of uh, like the MK Ultra experiments and stuff, and I mean, I guess yeah, that's possible yeah. too. That maybe these hikers were exposed to something, but again, like we said, nine out of nine people. Nine, yeah. I just think the distribution, the way of you know, as you've described it to me, <laughs> the distribution of the bodies leads me yeah. to believe there was some sort of violent. Event, oh yeah, yeah. Like some, yeah. and you were and saying you, you that, trauma say, they, that they they cut their way out of the tent, so it wasn't like. They fucking unzipped it or they had a door and shit, you know, because, you know, as well as I know, there are some tents that have like doors, like no shit doors because they're big enough. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking that if they had a big enough tent to where they could have a kitchenette and everything, then they probably had a real door. Mm -hmm. But these motherfuckers cut their way out of the tent and then hauled ass. So that's like. Yeah. That's quick. How about this? You're in your fucking tent. You Mm -hmm. see the fucking flash. Yeah. From a nuclear explosion at that distance, yeah, and no, you have to now have to get away and, from that as quickly and, and as possible. You know what? Now that I think about it, it may be a mix of military testing and the avalanche. Could have been, could have been, could have been the avalanche could have been caused. That's by what I'm saying. The yeah, testing. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, 
My only, my only real critique of the avalanche theory is just that they weren't covered in snow. That's true. And they weren't blocks or, or, of ice. Or they thought that it was an avalanche. So to a right. lesser extent, the avalanche, but more of the military testing where they yeah. heard some shit in the background and they're like, oh shit, that's an avalanche. Yeah, could have been that also. Yeah, because yeah, it would have been a rumble yeah, approaching Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, that shotgun yeah. would have been like a... Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. and that, But then also you can consider that like some of them, you know, because I'm sure they all didn't cut themselves out of the tent. Maybe someone saw that flash and went, oh Oh yeah, fuck, somebody has to have seen it, yeah. World War Three is happening right, right now. I right. gotta get out of this tent yeah and then they took off running and were blown off the side oh of the yeah cliff. I I, look dude we were super efficient on the, my episode of my podcast i think we fucking solved the mystery here i, I think we did <laughs> yeah i mean we did because the only other one was like uh ball lightning which is, yeah. i mean that could happen but i thought about that when you were saying the balls of energy but i yeah, felt like i yeah. feel like as far as that level of conspiracy theory now you're just someone who's into ball lightning you're like maybe <laughs> right. ball lightning did this <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, there was another one. Uh what is it? Uh shit. Uh infra infrasound. Okay, so where they set up their tent, it was um supposedly behind there's a, a ridge of mountains. So they set up their, their campsite there. Apparently the wind came around the the mountain ridge and caused was uh an infrared sound. It's a vortex that causes a frequency of sound. When heard, it causes people to lose their shit. Not, I, I, I honestly, I don't think that that's it. I just feel like at some point that would have happened somewhere where yeah. people documented it. Yeah, right, right. As many places as people have been. Yeah. That yeah. some at some and point. The only the only thing that I found is that when that happened, it was theoretically, and then they they produced it in like a fucking a a uh, what is it. Like a laboratory, right? They, they, it, was, they, it was a controlled experiment, yeah. So, well, yeah, but I have to imagine too, though, the variables and factors in actually accomplishing that mm-hmm. are uh difficult to attain, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it would have yeah, to be I mean, the, the chances set. of them setting up their place in a, in, in a section of a ridge that would cause infrasound. That's that extreme to where they and lost have they their ever shit. Ever recorded infrasound in this place? No, ever I don't. I don't think so. After. I don't. I don't think it has been there. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I mean, I've never. I mean, I've heard a lot of wacky stuff about sound. Being yeah. guys into sound, like right. you know, the brown note, which isn't a real thing. <laughs> right. You know, there's all these. There's all these yeah. things people claim the ability to do with sound, where mm-hmm. you can like reach the resonance frequency of anything right. with sound you can produce and you could like you know bring down a skyscraper with right. sound and yeah. it's like right but the mechanism with which you would produce that sound would be I mean yeah highly yeah. conspicuous yeah. and you know like we're talking yeah. comically large right you know and even then mm-hmm. a very it would have to be very targeted it would be very specific it's specific it would have to be yeah. very specific the, the, yeah like you said the specificities the yeah. specificities is that the word specificity yeah it's the specificity i think that's more i think <laughs> the specificity <laughs> of an infrasound is very yeah. and i don't think it seems so goddamn unlikely yeah yeah so uh, uh, like you said man i think the military test of a secret base in that area Soviet Union, yeah, yeah, tested some shit. The the fucking parachute mines. It sounds and wacky, but it seems to me to be the most plausible. Yeah, when you put all of the shit together, it seems like that's what happened. And you know, other than that, they were they were um, when they found the bodies and then they had the funerals. 
um, there were reports that they put the fun- they put the bodies in lead caskets or whatever because of the radioactive compounds. But I did some research into that, and the radioactivity wasn't anything that would um, warrant them p- being put in lead right. caskets. Right, they weren't irradiated yeah. to and the then, point where they would poison the earth um, more than a lead box. Yeah, but anytime anybody sees anybody hears radiation, they said that the bodies were uh, off color and that they looked like something that was similar to people who were exposed to radioactive materials but at the same time because the bodies were out there for so long in that environment it would cause the same thing jeez yeah yeah so it'd be difficult to tell the difference yeah yeah it'd be difficult to infer yeah. yeah yeah and the bodies were out there for a little while before they got found animals came out there and ate some of them you know their faces and whatever Dude, I think I'm gonna use this episode as a like as an advertisement for your podcast. I'm gonna make this a <laughs> yeah. bonus episode of my podcast. Yeah, when you're please done do. With yeah, it, and then yeah. I'll just pl- and then the people will see what I was trying to orate. <laughs> right. <laughs> about how much more cohe- how about how much more focused the discussion yeah. is yeah. on your podcast. As I, a matter of fact, is... and I think people have done podcasts on it, and I think that it, I'm pretty sure Radio Lab did one because they do everything, but. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one day, maybe a fun thing to cover, obviously not this time around, is you know about the doctor in Japan who was present at both bombings? Yes. That yeah. guy. That unfortunate motherfucker. Dude. Wow. wow. Yeah, wow. What sort of day? What, what luck. Yeah. Are you, have you had to be there at fucking you Hiroshima? You, you survived Hiroshima. And you know this motherfucker was like, I never want to go through that again. Glad yeah. I survived that. Hopefully it never happens Nagasaki. again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out of here. I got to get out of here, man. I'm moving to Nagasaki, Nagasaki though. Yeah. I, hopefully, you know, it's going to be good over there. And yeah. then it's, yeah. There was going to be a third nuclear bombing, but yeah. the president, was it, who was the president? Was it Roosevelt? Or Truman. Was it Truman. Truman. Was the bombs, yeah. He he stopped the third one because he didn't know about the second one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That. But that's a whole thing, too. He didn't <laughs> yeah. know the second bomb was dropping. He was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> right. whoa, 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 The military doesn't just get to decide. Because that was originally. That's what it was, though, was, yeah. There was no regular. They were like, right. the military was just like, oh, sweet, we got these new bombs. <laughs> right. Use them when we want to. Exactly. Jeez. Imagine yeah. being in that fucking briefing no, that right happened. there. Yeah, that happened in Korea. You know, that was if the, if the military had been left in charge because, you know, in the Korean Korean War, yeah. the, uh, the American, you know, the UN American Army uh, had pushed the North Koreans all the way up to the almost the border of China. Yeah, and then like two million Chinese soldiers poured over that border right. and pushed us back to where the you know where the demilitarized zone is now. Right, and there was a lot of discussion about dropping a nuclear bomb on those J- Chinese course, yeah. troops as they yeah. came pouring over that border. Right, like, well, we could. We got, I mean, we got one. So right I mean, now we had a bunch. We, we of got, them we got one left over from World War Two. Yeah, so we, had we just been building them. Yeah, yeah. Could have easily went. That oh yeah. Way. Yeah. Could you imagine if that would have been the future of war? Just peppering the Earth with tactical nuclear weapons because we did plenty yeah, of damage, yeah. irradiating the atmosphere and of blowing course. them up for fun. Yeah. But imagine if that was like the case in war. Yeah. There's just like, oh, these two armies go to war with each other, and mm-hmm. now they just start lobbing nukes at one another. Yeah. Yeah. We'd already set the president for bombing civilians because, mm-hmm. you know, the Germans we've did it to that. the yeah, British. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, that became part of humanity, how World yeah, War II yeah, was we've fought. Done that. Right. That just became how World War II was fought. Was right. Bomb right. civilian cities. The so if we had did Dresden that in the Korean in War and then, you know, uh, India and Pakistan, they both have nuclear weapons. And there's been times where they're like, yo, oh, yeah. there have been no shit instances recently. This is recently within okay. the past 
within the past decade where oh, they yeah. were like, oh, you got nuclear weapons? Well, so do we. What are you trying to do? And it's like, you know, it's like, you know, two bros outside the club with nuclear bombs strapped to their backs. Fucking drunk. They're fighting over the same girl. What do you want to do, bro? What do you want to do, bro? they're right next to each other. Exactly. No, And and the idea of Pakistan having them terrifies me because obviously Israel has them. Yeah. And Pakistan, Israel, not big fans of each other. No, they're not. And then Pakistan is super unstable. Like it's sort of one of those countries that could be overthrown and a new regime. I mean, it's a hot for terrorism. Someone taking over who's crazy isn't that hard to imagine. And then you have so now you have India and Israel. So now let's say there's a coup in Pakistan and India and Israel don't like the guy who takes charge in Pakistan. They're done. But both of those countries have nuclear weapons. And now Pakistan has nuclear weapons, and maybe they feel like they need to preemptively attack Israel and Right, right. And then that obviously drags us into it. Yeah, yeah, because if you attack Israel. Israel, then yeah. yeah, we're gonna go. Yeah, we definitely don't. Yeah. We definitely as that's a, the whole as a country thing. we have very little concern for what Israel does. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. the things that, they do are not their fault, and we <laughs> right. support them one hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah, reason. yeah. It doesn't matter what we Israel do does. Yeah, we're like, oh well, you know, Israel's gonna Israel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, but that was the whole thing about yeah. the nuclear proliferation pact and uh, yep. the UN in general is like, hey. Maybe yeah. we don't want to do that. It's yeah. difficult though when yeah. you hear a guy like Muammar Gaddafi go, "If uh, if a nuclear weapon is a bad thing, why do you have them? Yeah. If it's a good thing, why can't I have them? Exactly. And you go, well, oh well. I mean, I don't really have a very know. good argument. Like, well, you made up a good point. <laughs> yeah. uh, instead of answering that, we're gonna we're gonna kill you. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you you're have dead. To fucking go. Yeah. yeah. You're Dead. We're done here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the oh, the look comes up. Look, it's two oh, one. Shit. Cubs are on the board. Oh, somebody's third. on third. Yeah. Yep, here we go. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, yeah, maybe we ought to. Yeah. Wrap this wrap thing this up, up, sir. Oh uh, yeah, but uh, that love pie is something that I've been uh, doing research on for months. And crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy thing, uh, and it looks like oh tie yeah, game, tie baby. game. Cubs and Cards tied. What is that? At two, two, two at the, the bottom third. of the third. Hell yeah! But yeah, um, you can cut that part out actually if you'd like. It probably oh, make yeah. your podcast a little more timeless. Of <laughs> the Cubs Just remember, it's right here at the end. But yeah, we had um, Graham and I came up with a, a our own theory that actually is coherent and probably would happen. Dude, we didn't drink any whiskey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, how, but dude, we got yeah. some good work done today. Yeah, hell yeah, we did. Yep. This is what efficient podcasting sounds like. But anyway, uh, 443-747-1417, that is the number to get in touch with Pod Caviar. You can text that number. You can call that number. Uh, here's a fun fact. Nobody's ever used that number. So <laughs> I'm going to uh, call you this Please. Th- yes. Thank you. Yeah, you it just week. takes one call that will ignite the Start fire. You know? Well, and my <laughs> listeners, you know, like I said, I'm going to use this episode as a bonus episode yeah. of my podcast. I don't know why I haven't done this before, uh-huh. but obviously, you know, it's good advertisement for your podcast. Oh, yeah. You know, it puts your, you know, and it's a free episode of my podcast, basically. Yeah. And yeah. I'm happy to do it because I take think a you, whole week off. If you I, want yeah. To. I think yeah. you do great work here and I'm going to, you know, and so my listeners hear that who call my hotline. Give Tony a call. What oh, was yeah. that number again, yeah. sir? 443-747-1417. 24-7. You can call me, text me, do whatever you want. I don't give a shit what you say. It could be crazy. It could be coherent. It could be criticizing. It could be praising. It could be sound effects. Care. Animal yeah. sound effects. It, it, it doesn't Something. matter. But this has been another great episode. This is episode seven, dude. Season two is almost over. Jesus. The next three episodes. <laughs> the next three episodes are a series of of events that led up to September 11th. Beautiful. So, Can't yeah. wait to get into it. Yeah. 
uh, let me see. Um, <laughs> thank you guys as always. I always want to give praise to everybody who listens. Thank you guys as always. Shirt Caviar is doing good. Uh, when I graduated college, I started my own business, and that business is called Shirt Caviar. You can go to shirtcaviar.com and pick you out a design, uh, pick you out a shirt. And most of them are around $20, and they're all good. And if you order it, give me a picture. Show me a picture. Send it to uh, the Shirt Caviar Instagram page, and I will post it, and I will tag you, and everybody wins in the end. It's one big hug that we all need on a cold winter day. I've been Tony. This is Pod Caviar, and I'm out. <laughs>